and thank you for joining us today. My name is Erica Kramer, Senior Living Engagement Advisor at Martin Brothers. We're glad to be spending time with you again, finally again today, because we all know that the time you invest in self-development not only increases the trajectory of your success, but the success of those you lead as well. Now, we took a break from our podcast due to this pretty life-changing event, a little thing called a worldwide pandemic. And I'd argue that after 2020, now more than ever, we need to be empowered to stand up and be leaders, no matter your title. As leaders, we need to be aware of two specific words that are similar but very different. What do I mean by this? Well, sometimes similar words have similar meanings. For example, terrible, horrible, absolutely, completely, prevent, protect, and especially sympathy and empathy. Those words, sympathy and empathy, are so similar, they are sometimes used alternatively, yet they are definitely not the same. These words can also be misinterpreted. My husband will always tell his team, don't let my empathy be mistaken for weakness. You see, sympathy is a feeling of pity and sorrow for someone else's misfortune. I knew I was never a sympathetic person. In fact, my standard for being able to use the word busy is the Sanjay Gupta theory. If you aren't familiar with him, Sanjay Gupta is an American neurosurgeon, a medical reporter, and a writer. Oh, and he also serves as Associate Chief of the Neurosurgery Service at Grady Memorial Hospital in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, he's also an Associate Professor of Neurosurgery at the Emory University School of Medicine. And he's also Chief Medical Correspondent for CNN. Oh, and lastly, well, I'm sure it's not lastly, but he has a podcast as well as he just wrote his fourth book. So now you know what I mean when I say you are not busy unless you are Sanjay Gupta. The dude is seriously busy. Since I'm unsympathetic, I assumed I was unempathetic until my friend corrected me. Our company had taken strength finders and my friend had empathy as her number one strength, to which I said, that's probably last on my list. I never feel bad for people. And yes, I did say that with a tinge bit of remorse. Her response, oh, I don't feel bad for people. That's sympathy. I can just put myself in other people's shoes. And that is empathy. The ability to understand and share the feelings of another. Okay, I can be empathetic. I can totally see where someone is coming from. Now, what about another similar word to empathy? Apathy. Is this, too, a similar word with a small difference? I will tell you, I have become obsessed with making sure I use words correctly because one time I meant to compliment someone and I said that their actions were detrimental to the success of a company, and I really meant instrumental to the success of a company. So ever since then, when I hear a word I don't know, I definitely look it up. This recently happened. I had heard Alanis Morissette's song, What I Really Want, during a spin class. She belts up, 
and I'm not going to sing because then you would never, ever, ever listen to this again. But she sings, I like to reel it in and then spit it out. I'm frustrated by your apathy. And I thought, well, if apathy is like empathy, how could you be frustrated by that? But I was wrong. I looked it up. After I was done uh, spinning, I am uh, definitely accident prone, so I didn't want to fall off the bike. But apathy is the lack of interest, enthusiasm, or concern. I would say that is the opposite of empathy. So I kind of took you down a path and want to go back to a statement in the beginning. As leaders, we need to be aware of two words that sound similar but are very different. Apathy and empathy. During challenging times, and I'd say COVID is the most challenging of times, we need to focus, almost become obsessed with being empathetic. It is very easy for your team to feel isolated, unvaluable, and upset during challenging times, even during normal times. But lack of communication, lack of checking in how they are doing, leads them to believe you are apathetic, lacking concern for them. And what's worse than not asking how your team is doing? What will make your level of apathy seem even worse? Asking your team these hard questions and not doing anything with their feedback. That is the epitome of apathy. And maybe that isn't your intention. For many reasons out of your control, maybe you can't make improvements or maybe you can't do anything with their suggestions. But what about the action you can control? Communication. Making them feel of value. Making them feel like they are part of a team, a part of something bigger than just their title. But silence on your end, no follow-up, that makes your team start to feel like you are apathetic. So how can we ensure that we are showing empathy and not seeming apathetic? How can we show empathy and not apathy? First, being available. If you have a missed call, call your team member back. If there's a text, text them back. If they email you, reply to the email in some form. And if you know that you just can't get back to them in that moment due to meetings, obligations, but it's something you can answer at some point, shoot them a short response, letting them know, maybe you're in meetings for the next three hours, I'll get back to you tomorrow morning for sure. I've always learned uh, to give myself a grace period, and I've become very over-realistic about what that grace period is. So if I'm in a meeting for two hours, I'll add one more hour because it could go long. You could have an emergency once you get off the meeting. You could get stopped or, or called by someone else. It's just better to under-promise and over-deliver. It's also a customer service tip or sales tip. The second way to ensure empathy over apathy is by figuring out how to be consistent. You cannot check in, communicate, reply one time, and then ignore the next two times, and then reply again. I'm not downplaying how busy we all are. I know I just said that no one but Sanjay Gupta is busy, but we are busy. But as leaders, it is most critical to focus on your team. Zig Ziglar sums this up when he said, you don't build a business, you build people, and then people build the business. This is the most critical time to build your team. And to do that, you have to be seen. 
you have to be heard. And most importantly, you have to listen and acknowledge every single time. The last thing I will discuss is never ignoring difficult conversations. If the content or question is just something you can't answer due to hard reasons, that's definitely possible, especially in business. But fit time in your schedule so you can explain this. Figure out the why to your answer or even non-answer. How can you explain why you can't answer? And then deliver that. Your silence will lead to their silence. And if your team is silent, you have the biggest problem on your hands. Tim McClure's quote reiterates this, and I just, I love this quote. The biggest concern for any organization should be when their most passionate people become quiet. If you aren't getting any challenge from anyone on your team, please reconsider that it's because you're the smartest person in the room and consider that they may have given up, that they may now be the apathetic one. I just want to say it's great to be back. As I'm recording this, it's April 2021, and things are starting to feel hopeful. There's vaccines getting out. We've got warmer weather, and other things we have missed are starting to become realities. Who would have thought that it would just seem like a great day when I can finally walk into Target without thinking, oh, crap, I forgot my mask. I have to run back into my car and get it. You think, geez, we've been doing this for a year. How are you still forgetting your mask? I just heard uh, someone say that as they walked into a restaurant. She turned around and said, how am I still forgetting to grab my mask? Well, I can't wait until it's the opposite, how I can't remember to forget to leave my mask in my car. Thank you for your time today. We look forward to having you join us again.